When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. I had to go about it, write it out and find it myself And there's some stories I can tell you I had to fail, had to fall just for what I did well And there's some stories I can tell you This is the Final Word Daily. India, Australia, day five at Ahmedabad. The Border Gavaska Trophy Series is over. Jeff Lemon and Adam Collins is going to tell you all about the last day of the series in the space of 30 seconds. Went largely as we expected, Jeff. Australia lost one wicket in the first session. That was Matt Kuhneman. League before wasn't out. Doesn't matter. Labashane 63 not out when they shook hands at 20 past three local time. And Australia actually declared two for 175. Head the only other wicket to go. Ten short of what would have been his first century in Asia. Not to be, but batted beautifully. Lovely ball from Akshar Patel to get him man of the series. Jadu and Ash, player of the match, Coley. All done. India retained the Border Gavaskar. They'd already done that. They win the series 2-1. And they're in the final because Sri Lanka didn't win. More on that later. Mm, more on that to come. Um, my God, what a, what a mind-numbingly dull day of test cricket that finished up being. It wasn't completely terrible at the start. I mean, there was the intrigue of the Kuhneman thing. Hit by a ball going down the leg side. And he's just not game to use a review because he's yeah, like, I'm a, I'm a night watchman yeah. opener. I've done my job. Probably Manus Labuschagne is going to be more annoyed at being made to wait if I bat for an hour <laughs> than, you know, by me coming back into the pavilion and just saying, job done, I'm out for six, fine. Ashwin, one sliding down the leg side, old style umpiring, where you get one that's not out and it's like, oh, well, it goes in the book anyway. You don't get it chalked off. Um, and then head batting with Labuschagne. Travis Head not going crazy. He was going at about a 50 strike rate instead of his usual 100 strike rate. Still played a few aggressive shots. Yep. It would have been the junkiest of junk time hundreds if he'd got one. It would have been, you know, he's got five already and he'd been out in the 90s twice. And I was thinking, well, this is one where he gets to make one back for one of the 90s where he's missed out. But yeah. in the end, it was another one on the 90s list. I think it was a tougher innings than, than that. I, I think that um, as evidenced by how tough Labuschagne did it, throughout really 63 from 213 balls and he was agitated for all of them because mm. he was um, bowled too well Akshar bowled exceptionally well today Ashwin and Jadeja you can kind of set and forget but Akshar was you know he was the third spinner throughout he took his 50th test wicket today um, he joins what a crawl that's been because he was on yeah. 47 at the start well, of the series he was on the cusp of becoming the quickest to 50 equal with Ashwin in eight tests or whatever it was gets here in 11 or 12 I think by the end of this one and, and that's still at a great clip he takes him at an average of 17 but yeah, say hello to the Gujarat police bus there they are hello right, guys I bet they have parties on that bus you're in like you know they they, they crank up the sound system inside honk it honk is. yeah exactly it's the Venga bus the Gujarat police bus is coming <laughs> and everybody's jumped um, but yeah I thought for Head's part he looked really good today um, you know the criticism of him at the start of the series was that he wasn't adept enough at playing spin he's gotten 
he's become quite competent at playing spin because mm. he's willing to get down the track and play them for the offside. Not everyone can do that, but he's so good in that direction anyway. Um, so, yeah, I would have been an important little milestone for him there because not many Australians get to three figures in India. Not many have in the last 10 years. Of course, Green and Kawaja added that name to that shortlist earlier in this test match. But mm. uh, not to be, but yeah, well played considering where he started the series and where he finishes it. Out of the team compared to third leading run scorer, up over 200 runs. Well played, Travis Head. And then it, it, it just ends up being, like that's pretty much the only ball that turns all day, the yeah. one that gets well, him that yeah. rags back sharply um, and, and bowls him through the gate as he's trying to push the ball away on the offside. And then it was just Labuschagne and Smith doing the job. All they had to do was bat through. We spoke to Manus Labuschagne after play. He was talking about the, the, the mental challenge of that, of knowing, you know, and he said, well, it's not much fun. He's like, people would think that I would just want to be out there batting. But when you know that the, the match is gone, you know what the result's going to be, you know you're just going through a formality, then there's not a lot to enjoy about that. And it was just front foot down the pitch, defend back to the bowler, defend back to the bowler. I mean, surely there's got to be a point where you can put up the green screen around a match like this <laughs> a little earlier than an hour before the schedule would close. Like, do we really have to go that I far? So that, that's what it's there for, though, the last hour in order to do that, because if India had have taken five wickets in the hour after tea, they're, they're probably uh, making their way to a famous victory right now. So they've got to give them the chance to, to get to that stage. It's kind of commonly agreed the last hour is when you know, there's no mm. further tricks you can pull. There's no further rabbits out of the hat. So well, they'd still have to chase 100 runs, though, even if they bowled Australia out at that point. No, no, sure, sure. Had, had they taken five wickets in an hour, I would have backed India to chase down 100 in 20 overs, but that's a whole different conversation. We kind of saw something similar to that at, at Christchurch today, and as we said, we'll, we'll return to that extraordinary finish maybe in, in the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, the, the, the piece here is that, um, is that, you know, the pitch... Um, so much scrutiny on the surfaces before this one. Mm -hmm. This was turning into an okay pitch. By that I mean there were balls that were turning. The problem is it was late day five. It wasn't sort of afternoon three or morning four. And, you know, if we were playing on day six or day seven, perhaps, we, mm -hmm. we might have seen the kind of turn that would have made today far tougher. But, yeah, not to be. And, yeah, they shook hands. I, I, the clever declaration. Um, I should have been equal to this, given that I do a lot of county cricket. And declaring ten minutes before the final hour is quite common. Then um, oh. Coley had a joke. Coley was jokingly saying, oh, um, light roller, please. And um, uh, Marnus apparently said to Coley something to the effect of, Go on, run up and put the pads on. See what uh, get in Steve Smith's head. But of course, that that was never going to happen. So they that's the... how that's how they did it, right? I hadn't twigged. I was like, hang on, they're going off ten minutes early. Yeah. So how they, they do declared. it is cause it was one ball into the third last over they needed to bowl, and that was inside the ten, ten minute window. So the the declaration took them to the final hour, effectively yep. the final fifteen and the final sixty minutes, and both criteria were met. You need to that's reach That's clever from, from Steve Smith to be that aware of what's going on, yeah. to be counting everything, to be knowing. There would have been one of the, there would have been someone in the dressing room who's played enough county cricket to know that many, many four-day games. Michael Divinuto. Michael Divinuto. Michael Divinuto has his fingerprints <laughs> all over it. We see you. We know what you're up to. Um, yeah, I mean, look, it, India end up in the World Test Championship final. They don't have to wait uh, on those results. That seems, I mean, that's fun. And it's a bit less, we were talking about before the series about the comedy scenario. If India whitewash Australia 4-0, then play Australia in the World Test Championship final yes. and lose it, that would be a funny sequence of events, objectively speaking. Now it's a little bit more like, well, you know, yeah, Australia got beaten badly in the first two, but came back to provide a contest, which in some ways is more impressive than winning the first one and, and being in it and then having it go away. Like, they had to come back from being absolutely humiliated, really, at Delhi. They're still very sore about that. And Labuschagne talked absolutely. about that extensively. Like, that's chafing at them that they let a test match go. How many times have you heard the phrase, hour of madness, hour of madness. in the last week or so? Because hour of madness. Really, if you, again, you've got to zoom out to kind of have perspective on this yeah. now at the end of a series. But 
the reality is Australia were in a great position to win that yeah. test when they woke up that morning and 90 minutes later they'd lost nine wickets and it was game over. It so, sounds like something you'd have at a student pub, you know, like on a Thursday night to get people in. Come on down for the hour of madness. Yeah, well, this was the 90 Cosmopolitans, minutes Cosmopolitans, two pounds. <laughs> 90 minutes of nincompoopery or something mm. like that. And, you know, they know that. And that's kind of the thing. So they all know what happened there internally. Well, and know what you've done. They're now processing you to go away and think about it. And the reason we know they know is because they batted a different way last week at indoor and they were allowed to play a different way yeah. here on a very, very different surface. It was like watching yep. two different sports, the, the match here against the match at indoor only a week ago. So, yeah, that, that stings. Much as it was, in Bangalore mm -hmm. in 2017 when they were chasing 180 for victory and the 6 for 11 collapsed with Ashwin there um, stole it away or what they thought was a, a victory. They weren't charging the victory they were about 4 for 70 odd when the collapse started but nevertheless it was a it was a chastening yeah. experience there they looked back at Bangalore as the missed opportunity to have a 2-0 lead and here they look back look back at Delhi as the chance they had to square it up and then of course that doesn't mean they would have won it indoor. Well yeah then everything if, changes if, if they won at Delhi, India might have thrashed them at indoor because that's not you know, time doesn't work, yep. um, as we talk about all the time on, on this podcast. Surface might have been different. They would, you know, they, the curators there might have said, okay, well, Australia won on a turning low, slow pitch, so we're, we're not going to try to replicate that and yeah. then accidentally make it even worse. But, than but it what was. it does do is create it, a World Test Championship final, which could be an absolute belt. What it does do is create a five test series, because we all know that Australia and India after this are going Never to be again. playing five yeah. test series. Add that World Test Championship final to it. And you can just say they're just, I mean, India played a five-test series over about 14 months against England. They can play one over about three months against Australia. Well, instead they get a grand final or a cup final in, mm. in association football terms where... The community shield. Well, a bit more than that. I mean, this is going to feel like a grand final to players who have been around for a long time. On both sides, lots of veterans. And this might be their last mm -hmm. lap around the sun when it comes to the WTC. Yep. I'm thinking, well, certainly Warner if he yep. gets there. Kawaja, Ashwin, probably Stark, Lyon. There's lots of yep. them. You could throw a blanket over them. Rohit Sharma, Brad Kohli. It'd be funny if you did. Possibly would be. Um, and too, they hot, were, too hot for that. And after India uh, didn't win last time, New Zealand having such a great final day, their fast bowlers opening it up and, and getting that victory on that sixth day, that was a victory, well, that was a defeat rather, that, that hurt India so deeply. Mm. And they've gone on to be such a force thereafter. So um, certainly at home. So, yeah, I think that this is perfectly set up. The first time the sides were beat at a neutral venue. Australia don't have a good record at the Oval, all told. You look across the, the span of history, it's not been a ground where they've enjoyed an awful lot of success. Well, if you exclude 1884, for example. Uh, as for India, I mean, they, they won in 1971 there famously to win the series. They uh, won their thrilling test match in 2021 with the Rohit Sharma Tan in the second innings from 100 runs behind. The mm. Jasbit Boomer spells so sad that he won't be there. Uh, so, yeah, and Shuttle Thacker, of course, I expect he'll be back yep. in consideration as an all-rounder for that series or that, that one-off final at the Oval on, on the 7th of June. So it could not be better set up because Australia fought back. Right, and in terms of the kind of India side that's going to turn out there, it'll be a bit different. They'll, uh, they could well go Jadeja and Ashwin because Jadeja can bat six or seven. Ashwin, I mean, it's the Oval pitch. It does start to spin sometimes later into the game. It can be useful to have spinners for holding reasons. You know, Jadeja's probably done enough with the bat here to, to get himself into that spot, but it'll be more of a fast bowling led attack. They can um, get away with playing three quicks and two spinners, right? Yeah, I would now, think the, so. the one bit of flexibility they don't have that I had last time is Rishabh, who can float. Yep. So that, that is a, a bit of a challenge in that KS Barat, as exciting as that cameo was yesterday, he's no Rishabh punt. Um, Ishan Kishan in English conditions, mm -hmm. I can see that. I can see Ishan Kishan coming in because keeping up to the stumps to spin, it's not going to be indoor at the Oval, believe me. It might turn a bit, but it's yep. not going to turn loads. So you might get away with having a, an inferior keeper 
in theory, inferior keeper. I know KS Brad had a stinker of a test match with the gloves, but someone less who is, technically proficient yeah, keeper. Yeah, but a guy who but, can give it a whack and, and on a on surface debut, that might though, suit. On debut? I, I think it's unlikely, but that, that could give them the, the flex. The Marlon Pickett of exactly. the Indian cricket Exactly. Team. It could give them a little bit of flexibility. Well, Cameron Bancroft um, might come in for Australia, who's been out for four years, although I, I do think Warner will make it. Uh, we, we would probably know, I reckon, if Warner wasn't uh, going to make it to oh, England yeah. by now. Yeah, they yeah. would have. They would have found some elegant way of him retiring when he was back in Australia, I sense. So, well, yeah. yeah. And he's here for the one-day series, he and is. they'll go on and play those three ODIs, which I, I can't imagine how any of the players staying on could remotely give too much of a shit about. I mean, Yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. Scheduling with one-day cricket, having it shoehorned in here, it doesn't yeah. count for World Test, not World Test, World Cup Super League points. It's clearly being put on for one reason and one reason only, and that's fine. And the players are here for the IPL anyway, most of them, so that's yeah. fine as well. They'll effectively use it as a warm-up for the for the T20 stuff that begins a, a week or so after. Shall we move to the final word, Hall of Fame? We must. For the last time in this series, it is brought to you by visitmelbourne.com. That's the website for the campaign to get people to visit Melbourne. And can we say how glad we've been to be able to ask people to come to our hometown because we like Melbourne and we really want people to visit Melbourne. We're not having to tell you to do something that we don't actually believe you should do. Yeah, Melbourne International Comedy Festival around this time of year. It's, it's such right a now. glorious time to be in Melbourne. Uh, mate of mine, Tim Key, buy some tickets to see him. Uh, visit Victoria, visit Melbourne. They're It goes for like a month. The Melbourne International Comedy Festival goes for a month, maybe a bit over a month, and and hundreds, maybe thousands of comics to send on Melbourne, like locusts, funny locusts. (laughs) It's a great time to be in Melbourne. Many times are, um, be it... Uh, in the spring in the footy finals, on Boxing Day at the G, so many uh, touchstones when it comes to sport. And yeah, just to reiterate your point, we love working with Visit Victoria because it's the easiest story we can possibly tell. We, we love our hometown. Jeff, you're going back there. Um, you're on the way home, albeit via a little holiday after this series, and I'll be back there later in the year. I might live in London, but I'm always a Melbourne boy. Yep, yep, you can't take that away from him. Now, the Hall of Fame, I think there's one thing and there's one thing only, um, and that thing, farewell. Farewelling some of our colleagues here who are heading off. I think that is uh, New Zealand and Sri Lanka in a far superior test match. My wow. goodness, did I not wish all day that I was at that one instead of this one. Well, they, got, they lost the first session and a half. I mean, New Zealand went full baseball and basically went at fives or whatever it was to They needed to two, two seventy-eight. They needed, the two, they needed 285 to win the test match. And they had about 265 left on the shelf with... About 50-odd overs to go. I mean, they were near enough. I didn't see the exact required rate, but it was up over fives. The last, Williamson, the last 100 they needed off close to 100 balls. Right. Off, and we'll, off a, a bit over 100 balls. And, and they broke it down into a one-day chase. They finished it more or less in the dark. Well played to the umpires letting it go on. Williamson, last ball, is on strike, doesn't hit it, runs uh, through the non-strike. After the non-wide, mind you. So remember when, England, when New Zealand finished off the game against England, there was a ball from Wagner down the leg side that could easily have been called wide and wasn't. The second last ball of this particular innings, Williamson's trying to hook it for runs. It's above his head and it's not called wide either. So yeah. the New Zealanders get one going against them oh, after I... getting one for them. And then, I mean, Rajita, the bouncer, yes. like superb bouncer, angling in at the body, up at the head. Williamson can't get anything on it. But Wagner, with his back crocked and only one wicket left in the shed, somehow just sprints down from the non-striker's end. He gets in, the keeper's throw misses, the bowler grabs the rebound, turns around, hits the stumps direct. And Williamson's in by that much. I'm gutted that they that he got home in a way. Cause had he not, and had it been a draw on runs, yep. remembering they needed one run to win, last ball of the Test match, eight wickets down. It would have been the third time in Test history that's happened. Famously at Bulawayo in 1996, 
uh, with Nick Knight, who mm -hmm. uh, was the England opener, who batted through the innings. And I think he hit a six in the last over, and they had Heath Street bowling way outside the league stump and whatever else. Then there was a, a test match in 2011 at Mumbai between India and the West Indies that was a draw on runs at the end. They're as rare as ties are in test cricket, and we were but inches away with Williamson today. My other um, Hall of Fame nomination, by the way, on the way through, Chiteshwa Pajara bowling leg breaks. Be still my beating heart. Mm -hmm. He's bowled once in test cricket before this, once, and actually came out all right. He bowled yeah. the wrong one. Last ball of his first over, he bowled a googly as well. Steve, what a man. Steve Smith patted it back to I, him. I hope they let him go and play some county cricket now they know they're in yeah. the World Test Championship final. Totally. He doesn't need to be on the bench for CSK. He needs to be in England making runs, probably at Sussex with Steve yep. Smith. Um, that, that could be a fun little bit of a subtext or a subplot, if you like, as we head towards the Oval on June the 7th, and we'll be there as well. He's a grand final performer. Is he the Robert Dippier Domenico of Indian cricket? <laughs> Only time will tell. Right, the final word daily. It's been a thing that we've done every day. We've come to the end of the Border Gavaskat series. Thank you so much to everyone who's joined us. If you found us for the first time during this series, hang around. We do video stuff. Sometimes we do podcast stuff all the time. You can find us on the audio podcast feed. You can hang out with us. And if you really like what we're doing, patreon.com slash the final word is how we afford to keep making this many shows. Yeah, so many people have come up to us uh, at the grounds here to say their final word listeners. That means the world to us. So thank you there. Um, people have found us through the series, what you say. Um, we don't always talk about India. Uh, it is true to say there are many other nations we there talk other about. There are teams that play um, you know, when we first started making story time, for example, you know, I say we know quite a bit about cricket history. We know so much more now because we've been investing in it. So it applies yep. for if you really love the Indian cricket team and watching them, you can learn about all sorts of other cricket teams mm -hmm. as well by watching and listening to our shows that we make around the year, not just when there's test cricket on. Uh, we're making, well, two flagship programs, the, the sort of interview-based show and the issues-based show that's early in the week and the history show that happens later in the week. So if you're new to the final word, world, um, hang out, take your shoes off, pull up a seat and stay a while. This has been The Final Word in India 2023. Honk your horns for the final word. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. Last time in this series. TFW out. Bye. I ain't protected by the right ain't fenced in my future questions, my current senses. That'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.